No watching from the side Said that you got him next Well go ahead and show him why No limits in the sky What up everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Up Next The podcast where we tell you who's up next in youth sports We got, uh, we're heavy on football, youth football today Uh, We got four great guests But before we let you know what's going on with that Of course I'm Jamal Murphy And I got my co-host Khalid Green in the house What's up man? What's up, man? I'm excited, man. This is uh, Super Bowl weekend. Yep. So coming up, and uh, got uh, Mahomes versus Brady, and that's right. And then, and we got some of these young boys that might be playing against or with Brady the way he's going. You know, <laughs> 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 he might know. be playing till he's sixty, man. So You're right. You know, right. we got Keith Hodge and a couple of these other guys that are big time, man. So happy to have them on. No doubt about it. We got some young youngsters trying to uh, to get to that that elite level for sure. Uh, these are all young uh, football players, either uh, in eighth grade or early high school that, that are highly rated and, right. uh, you know, trying to get, you know, trying to get some major things done and already hard workers and got that work ethic. So uh, it'll be, you know, interesting to see what these kids have to say and their parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coming up, we're going to have Christopher Martin, also known as C2U. He's a, he's a, top-ranked freshman uh, QB uh, out in Georgia. We're also going to speak to Kalian Gray. He's a tight end uh, currently out in Utah, uh, class of 2024. He's doing big things. Uh, we also have Ty J. Schulters and his father, Jamal Schulters, uh, chatted with us. And he's a, a young eighth grader going into the ninth grade at Christ the King, not for yeah. basketball, but for football. So yeah, yeah, watch out for yeah. him. New York, New York City, Queens in the house. And yep. then, of course, like you mentioned, Keith Hodge and his father in that hotbed of high school football in Texas. So it should be interesting to see what they all have to say. Yep, yep. Pigskin, here we come. Here we come. Today, we're going to get into some football talk, uh, probably the first of many, uh, where, we, where we dive into football, youth football. And, and see what that's all about. Uh, we, like I said, we got two s- special guests today. We got Jamal Schulters, love the first name, of course, <laughs> and his son, Tajay, an eighth grader. Um, Jamal is a former New York City high school football standout at Canarsie in Brooklyn. Uh, he, pl- he played at, at uh, Temple, also played overseas. Um, and I'm seeing he was a, he's a Euro Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Is that correct? So, so we, 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 it's big time over here. I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was here you know, when it, when it happened. I was shocked too. Like, what? <laughs> uh, he's current. He currently works with Game Changers Academy, uh, and he coaches and trains some of the top running back prospects in uh, New York City, from youth football to college. And uh, Taze is an up and coming. Uh, top eighth grade running back. So we'll get into all that. But uh, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, welcome, brother. Welcome. Appreciate y'all. Man. You yeah. too, Tajay. What's up? Uh, <laughs> you know what's going on now, big fella? <laughs> yeah, the, the lights are bright, Tajay. This is what you're here for. Just, this, this, just, this is just the beginning, baby. Yes, sir. So, so Jamal, man, let's get into it. Um, you know, first... You know, I mentioned your background, so so tell us 
little of your history. How you know? I, I'm assuming you're from you're from Brooklyn. Yep, Best Style Brooklyn. Yeah, from Best Style Brooklyn. So how you know? How'd you get into football? Because people don't really think of football when when they think of New York City, but obviously uh, a lot of people are playing it. So tell tell me your background. Uh, well, I, my family background says it all. Uh, this it started off with my brothers. My brothers started. I got an older brother. It's three of us that play football, but it's five of us in the family. Uh, my older brother Dwayne, he started it off. He started went to Canarsie High School. My other brother Lance went to Canarsie High School and played football. They all Dwayne went on to go play at Pittsburgh University. Lance went on to play at Hofstra University. They both got. Shots in the NFL. Lance played for 13 years, so that's wow. how I stand. Um, I got into it. I, I was actually a basketball guy. I was playing basketball. Okay. And then today, uh, I went to IS 292 in Eastern York, and uh, a coach named Chris Agree actually saw me. He was like, hey, you look like a football player. Come over here and catch a pass. Uh-huh. He threw a football at me. I caught it one hand. Then he threw another right. football at me. I caught it with the other hand. He was like, yo, I need you on my team right now. Right. So I started playing football. Uh, ever since then, yeah, I, I went to Canarsie. Then, you know, I went to Temple. Mm-hmm. And I went overseas. And, did with, and the rest is history pretty much, man. Who, 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 who was the high school coach at Canarsie? At, at oh, Coach Camadese. Okay. Yeah, my brother coached me too. He was my running back coach, my oldest brother, Dwayne. Okay. Okay. And Canarsie always been, you know, they got a football reputation, right? Yeah, big time. And now it's, uh, <laughs> right, right. Right now it's kind of uh, trying to get back on his feet. But yeah, for the early the 80s, 70s, all the way to the early 2000s, yeah, Canarsie was a big time football school. All right. and, and did you uh, did you always play running back? Uh, I actually played everything. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't get off the field. I was on special teams. I was on defense. And actually, I, I started on defense. And as a sophomore, I started on defense. And I was the backup running back. But ain't a lie. I never pretty much came off the field. They always made sure I was on the field no matter what. Right. Right. So, so from the start, when you started playing football, you felt you felt you like you were a natural fit. Uh yeah, like I said, because I was always around it. Um, when I was four, I was about four. When my brothers were in uh, Canarsie High School, so I was always with them around football. I, my household is football. I go outside football. So yeah, we always hung around football guys pretty mm-hmm. much. It was rare that you you were around any guys that played basketball besides one. But we're not going to mention him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what's the difference now that, that you said that? What's the difference in mentality between a football guy and a basketball guy? Uh, I think football guys are way more aggressive with mm. everything. With I'm talking about just in life in general. Guys are just very aggressive. Right. You have to be, you have to be on the field. But some people, you know, can't turn it on and off. Right. All the time. Yeah, I think that's a big part. Attitude. You know, basketball guys is like, uh, laid back. They ain't really with it. Football guys, uh, we don't care if you get a scar. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> big difference. Right. So so you went overseas. You did your thing. Obviously, Hall of Famer. Uh, 
Um, so you you come back. Um, yeah, you, you have a son, but were, was that what made you get into into like developing kids, or were you doing it anyway? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big for um him and his uh, Tajay and his brother. He has a little brother, Zaire. Uh, it really started off with my programs. Game Changer Academy started off with them pretty much because. I used to film them doing the drills. These are the same drills that I was teaching. I was already teaching other guys certain things, but when I started filming them, God, people, parents used to start hitting me like, um, can you train my son to do that? Or you can train this person to do that? Oh, I got this guy for you. I need you to train him. And pretty much it started off with them and it just escalated. And, and, and um, I was a coach at Grand Street, Grand Street High School you mm -hmm. want to check me when I came back from Poland that 2015, you had Coach Bruce had asked me to come over there, coach running backs, and we won a championship. So that even helped boost game changer the way it is now. Right. How old? So how old were, were your sons when they started playing? Like, how, how did you navigate that? <laughs> Soon they came out the womb. Word? <laughs> Ta tackle and everything. <laughs> Uh, as far as they started, as soon as they could walk, because like I said, my family's big football family. He has an he has an uncle on his mom's side. Is a uh, he was a running back that I trained as well. That went to E Hall, Dejory Addison. Um, he was over there. He played ball, so he was all they they were always around the game. So pretty much it was just natural for them. But when it started training, it just picked up a notch. So when when did you start training them? Um, I'm gonna say around four or five. Wow. What kind, of, what kind of what kind of training is done at four or five? Um, just the basics. I mean, learn how to take a hand off. Um, why wow. you do certain things? You know, because um, even with the college kids I train now, naturally, they don't know why they're doing it. They just do it just just because they're just reacting. And I just right. add another element to the game, like. This is why I do certain things. This is why I did that, or I could set it up to do that. So that's the things I bring to the, to them to, on the table. So you teach the why? Yeah, I teach the why. Cause right. they can, anybody can just go out there and be scared and just make anybody somebody miss. Cause you just don't want to get hit. Right. <laughs> but I teach them why they do certain things, and if this happened, you got this option. If this happened, you got this option. That's why I've been teaching them for a long time. So what about organized, uh, like youth football? Pop? I know what a lot of people would call it Pop Warner. What's the difference? Youth football, Pop Warner. Same thing. Mm -hmm. It just, uh, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. Same thing. Mm -hmm. So what what age did they start playing organized? Uh, I believe four. Now, really, four, they have they have that you could start playing organized at four. Yeah, my my youngest son started about four years old. He started. About, they started about five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he about five or six. He started. I was six. All kinds of sports. Yeah. What what program is that? That's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. He started with um, Skyhawks. Okay. Oh, the the, the notorious Skyhawks, the famous yeah. Skyhawks. <laughs> Everybody from Brooklyn touched down on Skyhawks and bat and football and bunnies and baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. So so you you Tajay, you've been playing since six years old, huh? Yeah. And never stop playing. Never <laughs> stop playing. You love you love it. Yeah, I could tell because you smiled 
Huh? It's not football, then I don't know what else to do. You know? uh, so it's in your blood. Daddy put it in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> so how cool. so when you first so you you were in you say you were five or six when you first started playing. Yep. Um what were, like like were you the did you feel like you were the best out there? Was there competition at that age for you? Uh no, not really. Um <laughs> not really. Because like I was just running around people. It wasn't but when I got when I when I got older, the competition got even even better. So I had to work mm -hmm. on my craft as as I got older. So when I got to the Chiefs, everything just, just escalated from there, and I got better. You know. So so the Chiefs is a program that that travels, correct? Yes, sir. When did you start with the Chiefs? What age? Uh, I started when I was eight years old. It was GMI division, and I played with them since then. I just I'm just now leaving last year, so. That's where, that's, oh, that's where it was. Oh, you're not with them anymore? No, I'm with them. Yeah, you can't, uh, they didn't have a team for him for his age group. To, they didn't have an age group to, uh, to, to suit a team, so he had, he had to make a move. Okay, so you got to make that. Pops comes in and makes the executive decision. <laughs> <laughs> to go cut another deal. So where are you playing now, Coach? Uh, Brooklyn Running Games. Okay. Okay, and they, do they travel too? Uh, since the COVID, they don't really travel. Oh, right. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, most, like New Jersey, yeah. But if if we win, we might go to Florida. Like, oh yeah, that's that's a big thing. And that's for the that's for the youth Super Bowl. Yeah, well, compete in the national championship. Yeah, right. against teams. Have you done that before? Yeah, with the Chiefs a couple of years, but we we lost. All, all the three times I was out there, so I had to change oh, okay. scenery and see if I got <laughs> uh, winning something. Right, right, right. So how old are you now? I'm 13, 13 years old. Okay, so you basically ready for high school? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, mean, I, say I still got a lot of work to do, though. And what high school are you attending next year? Uh, Christ, Christ the King. Christ the King. Oh, okay. And we, 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 Pops, were y'all looking at other options besides Christ the King? Well, you know, he wanted to go to Midwood, but that ain't what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to go to Midwood. I don't think that was a good, good fit for him. So, yeah, had to make another executive, executive decision right there. <laughs> a lot of, hey, hey, Jamal, it's a lot of executive decisions That's on it. Hey, man, hey. No, 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 no. You know what? I'm on him. I, I let him do his thing this whole time. I never bothered him, but I've been I've been through this road already. Right, so, right. I'm not gonna guide him anywhere I haven't been already or right. the wrong route. So I gotta teach him like, all right, we gotta go this route. This is the best decision for you to make right here and not stir the wrong way and waste time. Right. Good. To piggyback on that, Jamal, like it, it's funny you say that because in basketball. Um, it's, it's important when you have somebody that has been there before. Right. So the fact the fact that you've been there before and you can uh, navigate him through some of the pitfalls that he may fall in is is big, you know. So credit to you, man. I'm 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 playing with you. I'm messing with you a little bit on the executive director thing, but as a father, that's your that's your role, man. That's yeah, your kids, role. Kids need that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's not only me, though. Hold on. It's not only me. Hold on. Okay. His friends, his friends, his friends have some say so too, because they all travel, they travel in packs. They come up together. So oh, okay. So so decide you have other guys on your team. Your teammates, are they are some of them going to Christ the King as well? Quarterback and some other kids. I'm gonna come back to the high school uh thing. But let me just in terms of the of the, you know, the youth sports, like what's this what's the scene like in in New York, in New York City, the 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 youth football scene. You mentioned the Skyhawks, mentioned the Chiefs. Um, you're with another team now. Like, are there a, a whole lot of teams? Is it is it like basketball where you got a bunch of options or or no? Um, uh, hold on. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams. A lot of good teams and a lot of bad teams. Right. Um, and they all play in different leagues. That's the that's the crazy part. You know, other places have. Other places have I don't know if you y'all guys ever seen uh Friday Night Tikes where each town has a football team. Right. A youth football team. Mm-hmm. All the town have one team. We just have a whole bunch of teams that does a bunch of whatever they're doing right about now, instead of being one. That's the my biggest thing with these guys. But yeah, you have a lot of teams, a lot of leagues, and it's like everybody's spread out doing their own thing so how did you how did you know you know how did you go about choosing the right ones he chose the way he wanted to go i, I think did. that was yeah yeah he chose that so so tajay how'd you choose him um my quarterback yeah i started with my quarterback um my quarterback rich he's been playing seven on sevens and flag football tournaments so i kind of had that connection with him because at first it was just throwing the ball catching pass you know so I figured, let me go over there and see what, where I could go from. Rich is like the LeBron James. He's like the recruiter of this thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Pops is just Rich Paul, man. I see how this thing is working. <laughs> so high school-wise, what's it look like high school-wise? Is Christ the King is Christ the King like a power in football right now? Uh, yeah. They have uh, – Coach Bruce Eugene, they have Coach um, Jason Brown. These guys, these are guys that, um, well, Coach Bruce Eugene that I know from Grand Street. He was the head coach. And mm-hmm. I had one of, I got a relationship with him or the fact that he won the um, championship, the PSAL championship, public school. Um, so he the one that really got me in the coach. So for him to even, he had left Grand Street and he's he got Christ the King now. For, for him to even like extend the invite for him to come, I'm like, yeah, that's a no brainer. Coach right. Bruce, he put kids in college. He doesn't mess around with grades. He tells, they don't have no problem with grades, thank God. But he doesn't mess around and he gets the job done. That's why that was like a no brainer for me. Period. Right. So it sounds like it takes pressure off of you as a father. Yep, yep, yep. You would just be there to support and, and, Absolutely. and be- and help him out, yeah. Absolutely. What other schools in in the, in the city would challenge Christ the King? Uh, I would say E Hall. E Hall running the show right now in a public school. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Cardinal Hayes in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I want to say, yeah, that's about it. I could I could think off the top of my head because you know that's a Catholic school. 
What happened to Lincoln? I heard I thought Lincoln was good at one point. Yeah, Lincoln's Lincoln's always good. They're always good. They're always sneaky good. They don't just stand out right away. You gotta see them like, oh wow. Right. (laughs) But they always sneaky good. They're not it's not like basketball where you know, oh man, we're going to Lincoln. Um, Yeah, it's a big difference. You gotta see them and be like, oh, okay, they got this kid, this kid. Right. So so who's in the league? In the, you know, in the uh, who plays in the league with Christ the King? Is it like Nazareth or like yeah, other schools? Uh, uh, St. Anthony's. I believe it was it was a game set up to, um, for them to play Don Bosco too this year, but you know, COVID can't that ain't gonna happen. Um, you know, Carnu Hayes, uh, Stapanek. Um, a couple other schools I can. Epinac is pretty good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Iona Prep, yeah. Oh, so it's a good league. Yeah, yeah. Catholic school is different, man. Big different. Tajay, were you were you recruited to go to Christ the King, or did other schools try to try to recruit you? Uh, yeah, there are a lot of, a lot of other schools, but you know, my father is there, so <laughs> no exception. <laughs> I just gotta go wherever my father uh-huh. at. So, is it like cutthroat in terms of you know coaches trying to trying to get your kid and and uh, that uh, kind of thing? I want, I want him to get the full recruitment thing. I want him to feel that early. Mm-hmm. But you know, some of these guys is just dirtbags, so I just rather <laughs> kill all that noise right now. We're not doing that, right? right. Not just gonna swindle my kid. It's just we're not doing that. Just right. like, like I tell them all the time, we're gonna use the game. We ain't gonna let us let it use us. Absolutely. What about the talent? Like the overall talent in the city? Like, like I was saying before, you know, people don't really think of New York City as producing a whole bunch of football talent, but that doesn't mean it's not happening because like you, you just mentioned Erasmus. They, didn't they, you know, they had a kid go to Ohio State a couple of years, you know, a few years ago. Um, you always hear about you hear later once they're somewhere else. Like, oh, this kid is from Brooklyn. So is there is there a lot of football talent in the city that we just don't hear about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He can tell you. you know, um, you talking about uh, I forgot his name, Matt Brown. He's at, at Ohio State from E Hall. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of guys. Yeah, Cook That's at Ohio State. Uh, he even had a guy that's at a name Apache. Um, he's at Michigan. Mm. So there's a lot of guys. Even the guy I just coached at um from Canarsie, he's at the University of Toledo. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of talent. It just it's got they got to get seen. They got to get seen. They got to get out, make themselves available. The coaches to see them. Coaches got to send their film out and all that good stuff. And a lot of these kids, the biggest problem, even when I was in public school, is grades. Right. They suffer with bad grades. Right. So, it's hard on the high school coach to even get the kid recruited. And a lot of these kids, really, just like basketball or any other sport, they have bad attitudes about it. Like, you got to give it to them. Like, they like they so special. I got to give you a good grade or something like that. No, kid, it don't work like that. Right. Don't earn it. Point blank. Right. You mentioned, Tajay, you mentioned the seven-on-seven league. Tell, tell us about that. Like, what is – Cause I'm again, I'm a basketball guy, so this is new to me. But I do love football. 
what is the seven seven on seven league about? Uh, it's basically like seven players on offense, seven players on defense. You know, is is one running back. You know, it's simply just skill guys playing and being competitive. Uh, a lot of kids travel from here and there. We play a lot of teams out of the state, and we just compete like regular regular football. It's just for skills. No linemen, no D line, no uh, middle linebackers. It's just simple wide receiver versus cornerback football. Is it tackle? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, it's two, in, it's two in touch. Two in touch. Mm-hmm. Okay. It could be flagged. They, they do two in touch. But are people evaluating at these camps? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're, that's mostly where they For the summer, before the season starts, that's where that's where it starts. You, know, you do the seven-on-seven, seven, and then that's when the contacts and shoulder pads and stuff come on, and then we play from there. So where have you been? Uh, you know, you say you've been out of town with the 707 leagues. Like, where have you been? Uh, Florida, North Carolina, uh, Las Vegas, um, Maryland, a lot, a lot of states. So you got a lot of you. You received a lot of exposure off of this. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, so where where do you rank? Uh, in you know amongst your peers as far as running backs? I'm number one. Eighth grade. Eighth grade, man. I got. I gotta ask this, man. Like, who, 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 who's your peer, man? My peer. Yeah, like who, who, like if you're, what, where would you rank yourself? No one, of course. I gotta have. Okay. Gotta have that mentality. <laughs> you, you got. I gotta have that mentality. I'm not. If I'm not number one, then what's the purpose of playing the sport? So. Right. Right. Number one, all the way. Me too. <laughs> what uh what running what running backs do you look up to? Like now either college or pro right now? Uh Jonathan Taylor and uh uh definitely uh with Le'Veon Bell. Mm. Taylor's getting like two hundred a week. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Monster video game. Two <laughs> K. What is it? Uh uh John Madden special. <laughs> Madden. He put a Madden number real. Man. So when you when you're traveling, like you're traveling down south, or, you know, for seven on seven or whatever, do you is there a different like, like what do you get out of that? Is it you feel like do you see different types of competition? Do you see yeah, better yeah. competition? What's it like? Uh, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of kids. I just the, when you go out of state, like the different size, the size difference out of the state is like crazy. Like the kids be like six feet and 14, 13 years old. So like you 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 can't play scared all the time. You gotta you gotta just do some most of the time. So yeah, that's that's what I get out of it. It's just a lot about heart instead of just some Brooklyn kid. Yeah, <laughs> you can't taste that Brooklyn heart. <laughs> so how come you didn't mention Saquon, man? Saquon Barkley, he, he hurt right now. He he's hurt. <laughs> I mean, I would give it to him, but like his team losing right now. So you know. Right. Got to right. to those that's working hard right now. So what's what are your goals? Like let's let's you're you're at Christ the King or you'll be at Christ the King. Are you you expect to play freshman JV? How does it work? So wherever I'm needed, right? as long as my grades and stuff is good, then I'm I'm straight. I should be able to do what I got to do. So you open to playing varsity? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm most definitely. But I just gotta grow a little. <laughs> I gotta grow. <laughs> <laughs> I said. Listen, he started smiling when I said varsity, man. <laughs> of course. Hey, that, that was that's anybody gonna I would hope. Absolutely. Right. I called my nephew, man. That's how we got this interview together. Molly, 
He yeah. said, you are the, he said, Tajay, you are the goods, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told us. <laughs> how's it work in terms of getting bigger? Like, are you supposed to lift at that age? Like, how does it work? I don't, I don't really know. Right now, yeah, he, he can, he can start, start mm -hmm. off right, nothing heavy. Mm -hmm. He just started trying, he just started because he got work on his little chest. <laughs> oh, man. I've been doing my push-ups, man. It's simply push-ups and pull-ups since I was little. Uh, push-ups yeah, and pull-ups. Uh, the, the squats and stuff come later, you know. But, yeah, when he gets, when he's, when season over, off-season, that's, you know, he, he has to get started. You know, that's JV football. Well, for right now, when his season's done, he about to get in the crisis. Can he going to be, he considered JV. Okay. So, you got to get ready. Either way, that that process starts now. Mm -hmm. and, what is, and what does that look like, Pops? How, how do you act? What do you, like, what's going to be his training regimen? Uh, pretty much like any other, like uh, a lot of, a lot of running, you know, conditioning, a lot of, you know, getting acclimated to the weight room, like benching, like I said, benching and stuff like that, squatting, cleaning, like just learning those little things to help him be, to get bigger one and be more explosive because you're already fast. Things to help him get, just to get better and be able to take on the contact. Right. What are, what are some uh, some running back techniques that, that you try to teach him? Ah, man. Uh, if, you, if you could disclose them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Tell us the soup. This is all the seasoning you put in your soup, baby. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> for him, I'm just talking about him. I'm, I ain't not talking about anybody right. else. Right. For him, it's just learning little things. He oh, he he thinks he's a home run hitter. Mm. For every play, he thinks he can just he can score every play, and he can he can. But when you can, you gotta just learn to take what they give you. You just running backwards and trying to go forward on the side of the side. No, you got to just get small. You're already small and get what you can. That's like little stuff like that, that he needs to learn to get better and not have the ball on the inside. When you running, when you running towards the left, you got the ball in your right hand. Defenders is coming at you. That's what you're getting older. The guy's going to start swiping at the ball and he's starting to figure that out now because they, they definitely start doing that now with him. Tajay, what's your strength as a as a running back? I, my uh, my speed is, is well finding holes for me is one of them. Finding holes for me because when a hole is closed, you know I gotta bounce outside. But when a hole is open, it's spent right through it. One cut and go. You look at it now. I mean, you're very young, so I'm just I'm just wondering. Like, what are your goals? Like college, where you want to be? You know, in like four or five years. What, you know, what what do you kind of see right now? Of course it could change, but what are you looking at right now? Oh, myself, like, in order to get to college and stuff, you gotta, you gotta work hard for it, you know? So I just been, I've been keeping it slow every, every time of the day, push-ups, all that. It's little things that matter, you know? So mm -hmm. my goal is was to at least gain some weight and get taller, so. <laughs> please get taller, kid, please. That, that should take care of itself. The, tall, the taller part. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, listen, in three years, in three years, Tajay, you heard it here first. We want you on up next so you can tell us what school you are going to, man. Yeah. What's your what, what's your goal right now? Like if you if you had a like we already you already established yourself that you're going to Price the King, which is one of the better 
high schools, first of all, academic high schools in the city and, and sports high schools in the city. So you've already done a great job accomplishing that. What would be your goal? Give me four schools right now that, that you want to say, Dad, this is what I'm, I'm shooting for. In college? Yes. Um, number one, Rutgers. Um, my second school is Ohio State. Uh, mm. My third school is Clemson. And uh, my fourth school is Harvard University. Oh, mm. I hear that. Wow. We're dealing with a mind and a body. Right. Yeah. Let me jot that down. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You can't you can't go wrong with that with that. I can't go wrong with neither one of those. Yeah, you can't yes, go sir. wrong. Yes, sir. Nah, good luck, good luck with that. Now nah, you obviously sounds like you got a lot of talent and definitely got a head on your shoulders. So sky's the limit. Yeah. I know one thing, Tajay, we will be at your games. You can guarantee that, man. We're gonna we are gonna take off our commentator hat <laughs> and we're gonna and, and I'm gonna be like this, baby. <laughs> Cheering you on. <laughs> Especially with, uh, I got a little brother on that, that's watching me. Little, my little brother and a little sister, so got to make things happen. Your little brother plays too, right? Yeah, uh, he, he, he played 10 years. Yeah, 10 years of it. Plays 10 years. Well, as far as I'm concerned, he's a lot better than me right now. Right now, at the age of oh, wow. that. Yeah, he's a lot better than me. But I see how that, how that turns out when he gets older. <laughs> Jamal, let me ask, let me just ask you, as you know, as a coach, when you look at what your kids going through, like in terms of uh, the youth uh, sports and then to high school, you know, what kind of overall advice do you have for other for other parents or kids, who, you know, trying to come up in football in in the city? Uh, just be involved, man. Just just really, when you involve, you uh, experience a lot and you get to know what's going on more. A lot of parents just send their kid. Nah, you got to be involved. Like, be there. Be at practice. Uh, be in the little groups that these coaches be putting together. Just be involved. And you will figure it out a lot. And you could put your thumb on things like, oh, I don't want him to do that. Or I want her to do this. Or that's cool. All right, so what do we have to do to accomplish this? Like, we got got to be involved with your kid. Period. And what about the safety part of it? You know, a lot of nowadays, um, you know, parents are, are nervous nowadays. Like, with the concussions and all that kind of stuff. How do you, how do you look at like, you know, what's advice? I mean, you came from a football family, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you guys were going to play regardless. Right. And you weren't, you weren't really, you know, I'm, you know, even me, I played football in high school. Um, so I'm not too <laughs> worried about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it is what it is for the most part, but like, what's, how do you navigate that? Do you care? Like, I mean, you must think about it a little bit. I had this conversation before. At the end of the day, uh, you could get injured doing anything, pretty much. So this is just another obstacle. And well, when you're playing football, it don't matter what you're playing. You might play basketball. Somebody might elbow you in your head. You might catch a concussion. So right. it's like, it's like nothing really you can do. Just the kid just got to learn how to be safe. I wouldn't if you going around being paranoid and worrying about everything. That's when stuff happens. So that's that would be my biggest advice: is just you know, just teach a kid how to do things properly and pray for the best. Cause <laughs> it's, like, it's nothing you can really do at all. Right, and like right. you said, like if you teach them the right technique in terms right. of tackling and keep your head up and all exactly. that kind of stuff, that's really the key. 
Yeah, you can't live in fear, man. But you don't you don't have any like you said, your your kids started playing four or five years old. Right. So I would say nowadays, you know, people I mean, would people would say you gotta old. wait, gotta wait till you ten, eleven. Yeah. You know? I mean, my brother is like that. He my brother is like that with my nephew. Um my nephew, um, K Sean Schultz, he going to Villanova for football. Mm-hmm. Didn't want him to start playing until he got to high school. Wow. Like, oh man. I'm surprised he actually really like he stuck with it when he started and now he's at Villanova. So started off playing flag football. Yeah, he started playing flag and all that stuff. He didn't so, want to do contact. I was so so you so in your your philosophy though, you feel like you feel like the flag flag two hand touch wouldn't be enough at that I mean, age. At a certain point, they're gonna get sick of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they will get sick of it, like he, like they did. They, they got sick of it ASAP. Ah, I want to put pads on. <laughs> if they want to, I would say I wouldn't. I would have never held them out, but if I would just make sure it was the best option for him, if that was the case. But right. now he wanted to play equipment. Let's put the equipment on. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. That's it. And yes. do, you, do do you play? Did you do you play any other sports or is it just football? Played him. I was as, as long as I'm entertained in the basketball, the baseball. <laughs> now he was playing. He was playing baseball for a while. He's playing back. He he playing basketball for his school right now too. Well, oh, you are. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, you know the more kids play uh, multiple sports, it only it only helps their muscle memory and and with the other sports, That's you know. Right. So the fact, so basically, you're an athlete. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell them all. The, I tell both of my kids that um, my sons. I tell them, um, the more you do, the, the better your opportunity, man. Don't just right. be limited and just do right. more. Play basketball. You want to play basketball, but like you gotta break it down. Just don't try to do everything at one time, like he be trying to be doing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, I agree. Good. I think I think play like I mean it's different eras, right? So. Right. But I know back when I, you know, I played all sports, uh, basketball, baseball, football, and I felt like each sport helped the other one. Like you learn something, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Even like basketball passing, mm-hmm. like, you know, just seeing the field, like everything was related. And and of course the, the, uh, the hand-eye coordination is Yo, absolutely related. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I concur. I played growing up, I played baseball, Tackle football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, huh? He's playing sewer to sewer. Yeah, <laughs> all of that, baby. Randall's Island, Van Cortland Park. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but it's it 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 only can help you when you play other sports, and that's why even today I have a big appreciation for people that are experts in the other fields. You know, so. Kudos to you for that, Tajay. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, for taking the time out to join us. Uh, definitely learned a lot about about the football. <laughs> a whole lot, a you know? whole lot. And, and we're gonna, you know, we'll follow. Obviously, we're gonna follow Tajay. See, see what's going on at Christ the King. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like you know big things from from all we hear. Uh, not to put any pressure on you, but you don't seem like you'd be phased by that anyway. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> We look forward. To, we look forward to seeing what you're doing, uh, Jamal. Thanks a lot. Also, um, 
you know, keep yeah, doing what you, you do. Thank you, Jamal. No problem, man. Thank you for having us on, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we want to get you both back on us at some point soon so we can revisit all this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Peace, brothers. All right. All right. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. All right. Tyze Schultz, keep a, keep a lookout for him. Eighth grade. They say, like you said, they say he's the real deal. Uh, going to one of the top football schools in, in New York City, uh, Christ the King. Um, so we'll keep our eye on him as a running back or a right. We'll see, because, you know, in football, when it come, when, once you get to the college level, they, they gonna, whatever you're best at, we don't care right. what you used to be. Right, right, right. But I, I've heard big things about him, so we, we, we look forward to following his career starting next year at Christ the King High School. And um, they just adding on to their legacy because they've had greats come out of that school in all sports. So right. So kudos right. to Christ the King. How's their? They have a baseball program too, right? They got everything. They, they do. I think they have a baseball team. Obviously, their girls basketball program oh, yeah. has been has been elite over the years, and so has their boys basketball program. So, Tajay, you got big shoes to fill, brother. But I know you're ready. Yeah, no, you know, he looks like it. Uh, eighth grade, yeah. hum, humble, knows he got a lot of work to do, uh, but knows he's nice at the same time. So that's yeah, a, that's always a good combination. Got to know you're nice if you're nice. <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> got to have that confidence. Confidence is really, you know, like 98% of the game. Absolutely. You know when I look back Absolutely. on my on my playing career, I'm like, you know, you, you know, you got ups and downs, but that confidence level is the, is the most important. Absolutely, absolutely. Two special guests. We got Christopher C2U uh, Martin. We got to figure out. We'll find out what that what that means in in a few minutes. Uh, and his mother, Crystal Martin. So thank you both for joining us. He's a he's a top ranked freshman QB class of twenty twenty four. Goes currently goes to Fitzgerald High School, and they're living in Fitzgerald, Georgia. And and as uh, Khalid just mentioned, uh, Staten Island. You know, originally from uh, Staten Island, one of the five boroughs, and you know we appreciate that on the East Coast over here. So, um, how are you guys doing? And and thanks a lot for joining us. I'm good, thank you. So let's let's jump right into it. Um, you know, when when did this when did this all start? Like, when did you start playing football? When did you start feeling you had a gift? Uh, you know, tell tell us your background a little bit. Uh, I started playing flag football at eight years old. Um, I started out as the center. Um, oh, wow. And as seasons went by, we usually had a spring season and a winter season. And as those two seasons went by, um, I just liked the idea of having a ball in my hands every play. Um, and so I told my dad, I was like, can I be the quarterback? Because he was the coach at the time. Um, uh, and he didn't let me at first. Um, Cause it was like, he didn't want me to embarrass the family. <laughs> <laughs> so, blowing, blowing dad up right now, but go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, he started giving me, giving me the ball every once in a while. I had running back, did okay. And then, you know, as the days went by, just, you know, I started training. I started working at it. I started playing quarterback. So you said you started playing at eight. Did you know, I guess you knew right away you kind of wanted to be quarterback. Were you watching football already at that time? I was. Um, at the time, Odell Beckham 
was really the star of the NFL. So I liked the idea of being a receiver at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, Tom Brady and Russell Wilson had been to the Super Bowl. And uh, at that point, I was like, you know, I'm, I might want to try this out. So now, you know, all of a sudden now, you're, you're a top-rated quarterback uh, as a freshman. Um, what what kind of you know what is it taking for you to get to this to this level like especially since you started playing like what I mean I'm I'm, I'm sure it took a lot of hard work so what's your what's your like what's your routine been how have you improved to this level well obviously hard work um, coaches and teammates in the past that have helped me out um, and there's really no one routine I do different things every day um, but you know just being able to stick to it not getting complacent and lazy when a little bit of success comes my way. Um, and just staying focused, keep grinding for uh, years. I mean, just having a bunch of people help me out. Um, I mean, that's it, really. Just keep keep grinding. And, Mom, what's, what's your role been uh, throughout all this in, in terms of, I guess, you you know, you have to navigate the the youth football scene. And, you know, you like you said, you, you moved to a whole different state. Uh, from New York to Georgia, what, what's your role been in this and how has it been for you? I try and take a step back. You know, I'm just there to support more than anything. Uh, his dad's, you know, involved and in making sure that he gets the right coaching and goes to the right, you know, trainers and things like that. I just try and, you know, keep him fed and, you know, full is, is for the most part. Um, <laughs> And just making sure that he gets the protein that he needs. And just nutrition is my role as, as far as the football aspects of it go. Mm-hmm. And support. I try not to get involved in all of the politics, honestly. And there's a lot of politics? It can be, especially his position. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, and also you moved, you moved from New York to Georgia. Did that, you know, was that... Was that a? I'll ask Christopher. Was that a? Was that an easy transition? Um, was it something? You know, did it change the competition you were playing against? Anything like that? Um, it was an easy transition. Um, I already had a lot of family out here. That's the reason we moved out here. Um, talent was definitely a big uh, uh, step, just because of you know the different type of training and uh, the. The way that these guys eat out here, it was ridiculous. Um, I had never seen it before. Really? New York, it's, it's a bunch of fast guys out here. It's like big, strong, uh, tall dudes. So, I mean, it was different. Um, the transition was easy. Um, at the time, I was just playing youth football. It's the same everywhere. So, I mean, it was the same. It was easy. And what about as a quarterback? As a quarterback, uh, there's a lot more. There's the, the, the offenses up north are a lot more complex uh, than I hear. Just because of the linemen you're running behind uh, are a lot bigger. So, I mean, it's basically run right, run left, and run up the middle um, at the youth football level. At, at the high school level, it's uh, very complicated. I mean, it's the same. And, you, and you've, you're, a fre- you're, you're playing freshman ball now or, or JV? I've, I've, been, I've played a little bit of JV and a little bit of varsity. Oh, you played varsity already this year? Yes, sir. Uh, I've, I've, been play- I've been playing JV since – Spring is seventh grade. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. So you 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 kind of ready for this? Yeah, I've been ready. I stay ready. <laughs> and and what what is your best attributes? Because I, I I read up on you and it it sounds like you 
they say you're a pass first quarterback, but you have some lightning speed. I, I think they got you recorded at forty yard dash, four point six. Like, you know, what what are you best at? Um, I feel like I could do everything. Um, there's really not one thing that I would say is the best. I, I work at everything. Uh, I feel like my ability to extend the play um, when it breaks down, just be able to keep my eyes downfield. Um, and then when I have to run, I do. What's your What's your daily routine, especially like in the off season? Um, I know you said you do different things, but what you know what kind of what kind of stuff do you do? Well, and during this off season, during uh, Corona, I, I was in the weight room a lot. Mm. Um, I ran. I still did sprints, but I was trying to bulk up for the season. So I was in the weight room a lot. I did a lot of squats, uh, like one thirty-five for twenty. I did that a lot. I did. I do yoga, calisthenics. You know, I do plyometrics. Just uh, keeping all those three, three those three things um, balanced and just working them into my daily routine. Were you always this this focused? Like from you know from when you first started playing? Was it all like is it something? I can ask your mother too. Like was he always just like you know so singularly focused like this? Like was it something that you guys had to instill in him, or is it just was it just natural? No, he's a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So once he decided that he wanted to play quarterback, that was it. He decided that he wanted to be the best quarterback that ever played football. So at no point did we have to convince him or encourage him to keep working at it like once he told us you know what I want to be a quarterback there was no looking back so we try and you know get him to do you know just try so we actually wanted to see if he was interested in other things you know other sports just trying to make sure he didn't get tunnel vision but you know he loves football and that's it right and, you know, he actually ran track for a little while, which was, you know, it was, I enjoyed watching him run, but he, you know, he, he liked it, but it was, it was not a love. So, you know, it was something that we definitely, if anything, we tried to encourage more of that, but mm -hmm. he wasn't having it. So. So you no longer run track. He does. I, I do. I'm sorry. I, I do still run track. Um, I don't necessarily like it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I, I still do run track. Like, what do you what do you run? Do you run cross country or sprints or? Uh, two hundred and one hundred. Two hundred and one hundred. Okay. So you like that burst? Yeah, yeah burst. Yeah. <laughs> He's done the four by four, and I think he probably hates it with a passion. But. I mean, for the most part, he definitely he's he's tried multiple events. Um, so I don't, you know, it depends. Uh, mom, mom, were you a track? Did you run track when, when you were in high school? You sound like, you know, you might have had a little influence. Yes, I did. And I, I mean, that's, I enjoyed it. So I thought, you know, he might get a kick out of it, but it wasn't necessarily something that he wanted to do. So I wasn't going to push him. But, I, you know, it was a good way to stay in shape. And all the football players ran track during the off season. So on my track team, I ran cross country. Um, a lot of the guys from the football team would, run meets and things like that. So, I, you know, I encourage him to try it, but he's definitely not a fan. <laughs> and, and, and Crystal, talk about, uh, let's go back on the nutrition aspect because um, a lot of parents may not, you know, we're, we're from the East Coast, as you know, we this is the land of wings and rice and, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of bad food out here, man. But, you know, for a world-class athlete like your son, how important is it, is it? and um, 
you know, what do you, what are the specifics that you put into his meal? Uh, well, I try and keep lots of lean protein. So chicken breast, lean beef, you know, if we do burgers, it'll be like 93, seven, you know, not even 80, 20, uh, lots of whey protein, um, different, uh, spinach and carrots. Uh, we try and load them up with oats, just, you know, healthy, but stick to your ribs type of food. I mean, right. we live in the South, but we're not from the South. So we're not necessarily smothering anything in gravy or, right. you know, right. heavy with the grits or anything like that. But right. it's, it's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of meat, a lot of peanut butter, you know, things right. that, you know, it'll build over time and kale, you know, just food. Yeah. <laughs> and as a mother, have you seen, I mean, this guy, I've seen him on video and I mean, his body can put a lot of grown men to shame. Look at him smiling, all right? That's why I don't have my, that's why I'm gonna keep my sweater on right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, have you, have you seen the, the notice, notice the differences quickly or is it gradually? I, I mean, I, I have, my husband is the one that puts him in the weight room and things like that. So as far as like what he could lift and all that, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not sure, but he definitely, the physical transition has been tremendous. Um, especially since when he started, he was, you know, a little boy and now he's bigger than me. So it's kind right. of, it's interesting. Right. Right. You mentioned, uh, you also mentioned earlier the politics, especially at quarterback. Could you go into that a little bit? Because that, you know, we all, we know quarterback is a special position. There's a long history of, uh, you know, of people who they want to play quarterback and don't want to play quarterback. You know, what, what, what kind of politics did you mean when you said that? Well, just, I mean, I guess it's a typical, uh, daddy ball, uh, coach's favorite, um, not necessarily best man on the field. It's not always about um, talent level as much as it is personal preference. Um, you know, it. you don't like to get into it because it can get petty, but right. relationships are everything. So if you don't have the right relationships, then that affects your opportunity. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it doesn't always mean that the guys that don't get the same opportunity aren't as talented. They just don't have those relationships. So, you know, you know, a lot of it is, it gets touchy, mm -hmm. you know, so I try and, you know, for the most part, stay out of all of that because it, it can get controversial. To right. say the least. And Christopher, what about you? Uh, you know, as a quarterback, all kinds of training, are you doing, you know, the quarterback camps and the, and the seven on sevens? Have you been doing that for a while? Yeah, I've been to a lot of those in the past. This past year, I, I wasn't able to go to as many um, because of COVID. But I mean, I actually did. This year was the most seven on seven I played, just at practice because of the we weren't able to go in pads. So all we could do was seven on seven. So I mean, I played a lot of seven on seven this year. Um, but I've been to a lot of camps in the past. Um, yeah, over, over the last couple of years. What do you think the strength, the strengths of your game? I mean, you're so young, but I mean, at this point, what do you think the strengths of your game are and, and what do you most have to improve? Uh, I say I have to improve everything. Right. Um, just to get better at everything. Uh, the one thing I say would be my strength is improvisation. Um, 
but I mean, as far as improving stuff, I mean, every day I'm trying to improve. So, so as a quarterback, you're one of those guys that has an imagination. Like you can be a, can you be a gambler sometimes, like a Brett Favre type or, or Aaron Rodgers type? I, I dated myself saying Brett Favre, but <laughs> Aaron Rodgers type. I can be it sometimes. Um, I actually prefer when the play breaks down, just because uh, there's no thinking involved anymore. Right. So just going out there and playing. Um, but yeah, I, I could, I could sling it a little bit. Right. Who, right. who do you look up to at the quarterback position? Uh, I watched a lot of the Dan Marino, a lot. I watched Charlie Ward. Uh, I do watch Brett Favre, just, just not too much. Uh, I watched Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes recently. I mean, I, I'm out of my game after everybody. Wow. And Dan Marino was my all-time favorite quarterback to watch. I mean, there, there was nobody pretty who threw a prettier pass than Marino. Definitely. You Are you a down-the-field down thrower? You know, you can you throw a big bomb, or can you jab him with the little slants and things of that nature? I can do both. Recently, I just discovered I could throw it over 60 just recently. Um, oh, really? I can do both. You know, the high school you're at now, how are you guys, like, how does the team look? How does the program look? And do you, and, w and when do you see yourself kind of uh, getting a, a starting opportunity down the line? We're looking great right now. Right now, uh, out of 10 regular season games, we're 9 and 0. Mm. Um, we just run, won the uh, region championship against Thomas. Congratulations. Congratulations. So we're looking pretty, we're looking really great right now. Um, as far as when, uh, I'll get my opportunity to start. I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't speak on that. I'm just trying to contribute, do the mm -hmm. best I can uh, to help the team out. Um, right now, I'm contributing as much as I can. Um, but, yeah, we're looking really great right now as a team. And you played quarterback on the JV level in seventh and eighth grade? Yes. Started in uh, what was it? winter 2018. Mm. So – College is a long way away, but I mean, do you have you have like college dreams of particular schools that you that you would love to play for, or are you wide open? You know, what's your mentality as far as that goes? I definitely do. My ultimate goal is obviously Power Five, but right now I'm just looking uh, as far as colleges, just looking for a coach that's willing to develop me, who's had a history of you know getting quarterbacks to play one be. Um, and just winning national championships as far as, you know, at college level. I've had some colleges show interest. Um, but, I mean, it's not my main focus right now just because it's a long way away. Mm -hmm. Well, you're also, um, from what I've read, a, a great student as well. Um, talk about that. Um, is it, did I read right? Are you a 4.0 student or, or was that a – I mean, where, where are you with that? I am a 4.0 student. Um, I um I'd like to pat myself on the back for that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I knew I knew there was a shout out for Mama somewhere around here. I am a school teacher, so oh, there, okay. there are no such things as summer vacations or Thanksgiving breaks, um, holiday weekends around here. Um, mm. Yeah, he definitely he's been maintaining that average for a while, and it was I think fifth grade, he applied for a utility patent on an invention from a science fair. Um, you know, we've been, we've been pretty dead set on that being number one, you know, because obviously 
you know, he's got what he's in. He's a freshman now, but I think he's already got five and a half, six credits. So he entered into his freshman year with high school credits. His eighth grade year, he had already mastered eighth grade standards. So he was doing ninth grade courses for his entire eighth grade year. Wow. So, um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a challenge because football does take up a lot of time, but that is absolutely priority number one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, much credit to you on your dedication and, and how you've steered him in that academic realm. So we have five children. So, oh. you know, and he's the oldest. So oh, it, wow. it, he's got to be an example. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Much respect on that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of the, the kids and that we've talked to, um, you know, who are highly rated, uh, at, at their particular sports, it seems like, you know, it goes hand in hand at that same focus. You kind of have, you kind of have to have that focus in everything you do. So we've noticed that, you know, a lot of, a lot of the top kids in football, basketball, they're also very focused on academics, um, because that's, that's kind of their personality. Um, and we all know the academics thing is, is the most important thing there is because you can't you're not going to be able to play your sport without the academics. And once you're done playing, which everybody will be at some at some point, that becomes, uh, you know, your biggest trait. So, you know, props to you for for instilling that in him and props to him for having to focus. What are your immediate goals, Chris? Do you have any immediate goals? Um, as a, I mean, other than obviously, I'm sure you're going to say start, <laughs> but what are your other immediate goals as an athlete? Well, uh, my immediate goal is just to get better every day. I've been working on uh, ball security lately. Mm. Uh, my immediate goal is to get better every day um, and to win the state championship this year. That's my main goal, just to contribute as much as I can. Are you playing other, other positions uh, besides quarterback? Never. I mean, Never. Other than center, center. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't play on the defensive end at all. No. Also, no. so they're not. So you know, they must. They're protecting you to some extent. They want, they want you. They want to see your cute quarterback. It sounds like. I I, I play quarterback. Uh, we don't. I don't start necessarily mm-hmm. uh, because we run the ball a lot. So. Okay. It's definitely South Georgia esque in that regard. They, they, they run the ball a lot more than I guess, you know, I would be used to looking at, you know, you look at colleges, you look at other, you know, levels of football, but you know, he's, he's definitely a thrower and they, they don't do that as much down here, but you know, it is what it is. How do you feel in, you know, in, I mean, you know, his high school situation, do they look, do they, do you feel like they look at him as, you know, they're grooming him? Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they, it's not that they don't need a quarterback. It's just that, you know, it's one of those situations where they do what they have to do to win the game. So it's like they'll throw him in and he'll play. But then if things get tight, it's like, all right, we're running the ball. So right. it's just one of those, you know, it's a, I guess it's a high school situation, typical high school situation. You know, it's about the scoreboard at the end of the game. So, it, you know, they want to make sure that, if anything, they come out on top. And if that means running the ball a thousand times, then that's what they do. 
Yeah, but, it's also yeah the fact that he's getting any kind of playing time as a freshman quarterback is is very impressive. When they I, need to, when they need to throw the ball, then yeah, they they're calling his number, but that's not as often you know as I guess he would be more comfortable with obviously. He's hungry. He's hungry. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah not a not a bad thing at all. Yeah, you mentioned that you had some uh, colleges that had showed interest. Like who who was showing interest? Uh, UGA, Georgia Tech. University of Florida, Florida State, Duke, uh, Princeton, Dartmouth, University of St. Thomas, Youngstown State, just, I mean, Kansas State, mm. a couple of schools. Okay. Yeah. A couple. A couple great yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good little, to me. A couple here and there, you know. <laughs> and here's the greatest part. You will be ready because you will have your grades ready. Right. So. You know, and he has that Ivy League, Ivy League schools interested. So, yeah. At the end of the day, Mama's gonna have a Kool Aid smile for, for the work she put in with you. <laughs> now, what's the what's the uh, the nickname? CTU. That 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 means uh, my middle name was William, so I, I said CTU like W. Mm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought the nickname was the show. Well, I, yeah, I got a couple of nicknames. Given. <laughs> he's, had to, he's had to come up with something because when he was a baby, I used to call him Chrissy from uh, Sopranos, Christopher uh, Monty, oh. and I used to call him My Little Chrissy. Right. And he got to a certain age where his father told me, you cannot scream Chrissy on the sideline. <laughs> Good job, Dad. <laughs> so he was like, okay, he started calling him C. And then at that point when we, you know, put everything together. It was like, well, is it going to be CW? And then that was a network. So it just became C2U. And that was, okay. it evolved from Chrissy because that was, uh, mom was told that, that was inappropriate. <laughs> AKA, AKA the show though. AKA the yeah, show. Yeah, the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to follow you as the show, baby. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And what's on, what's on, uh, you know, what's on your playlist? Like what gets you hyped for games? Like what do you listen to? Oh man, <laughs> I listen to uh, rough music for games. I gotta get. I listen to uh, Pop Smoke. I listen to Chief Key. Yeah. I listen to a bunch of <laughs> drill, <laughs> drill music. Five year old. Okay, okay. Gotta be hard for football, Mama. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> she said, <"Nah." laughs> Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. God bless the dead. Shout out to Canarsie, Brooklyn. <laughs> no question. So, and, and before we, we let you go, my mom, I got to ask you a question. Are, or really, I want you to, you know, what advice would you give to other parents, you know, who have, who have kids, um, you know, very highly rated and what they're doing at a young age? You know, what advice do you give to other parents in, in your situation? I mean, I just guess making sure that the children stay grounded, that they stay focused on what's important, you know, not to say that you can't encourage them and, you know, help them with their goal, but just help them understand that there are ebbs and flows to everything. And, you know, this is just a trial. So you go through this and you move on to something else. And, you know, you just have to be cognizant to the fact that everything is not always going to go as expected. But if it's something you want, you work for it. So you just have to be there to support the children. I mean, really, it's just making sure that they stay focused on what they want. Great advice. So we want to thank both of you for taking the time out 
uh, to come on up next and uh, tell us your story. Really appreciate it. Um, you know, very impressive, uh, very impressive young man here that you have. So, so props on whatever you've done to uh, to uh, to help this get get to this point and beyond. Um, it, it definitely looks like you know whatever he puts his mind to, he'll be able to accomplish. Again, this is this is Christopher C. Two U Martin, and uh, his mother Crystal Martin here with us today. He's a top-ranked freshman QB, class of 2024 at Fitzgerald High School. Also runs track and field and, and seems to be pretty good at that also. Um, and, and the 4.0, which is probably the most important thing, uh, 4.0 GPA that he's holding down with, despite all the other things he's doing. So uh, thanks, thank you to both of you for joining, joining us. And hopefully we'll have you back on maybe to tell us out of all those schools, which one you're going to go to in a few years. Uh, we'll definitely hit you up when, when that Absolutely. time comes. Absolutely. Absolutely. We will. And, and again, thank you for uh, joining us. And we wish you nothing but the ble biggest blessings available. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. We've got to watch out for him. Uh, Christopher Martin. He, you know, just, he just looked like a quarterback to me, even his face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His face, facial yeah, expressions looked like a football player and a quarterback. He's straight focused, man. I mean, he looks like, you know, he, he has it all planned out. He's going to win a national championship. He's going to win a state championship. And, you know, he's talking, he, I know in his mind, those three letters NFL are on his mind too. Right. But, if they, but if he doesn't make that, uh, he, he, he might be owning a, a, a team with the way he is academically. So, you know, his mother and father deserve a lot of credit with, by the way they're raising that young man. No question. No question about it. And been playing, you know, been playing JV since football, since seventh and eighth grade. So right. you know, he's, he's ready. Uh, and like I said, the fact that they already put him in as quarterback as a freshman, even though it's just spot duty, it don't right. matter. Like, that's, that's almost unheard of. That says a lot. That says a lot. And they put him in to pass the ball. So. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to switch it up. Right. You know? So he is their quarterback of the future. Yeah. And then we see all those, those – uh, you know, the college attention he's getting is no joke. So right, right, best teams right. in the country, best, best programs in the country. Yep, yep. We got Keith Hodge Jr. and Keith Hodge Sr. with us. Keith Jr. is a high school football player uh, in North, for North Crowley High School in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, class of 2024, wide receiver, outside linebacker. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. All right, so let's let's get into it. You know, let's let's talk about how it all started. Like, when 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 did you start playing football? When did you know football was the the route you wanted to go for future stardom? It started off when I was six, cause I used to like watch my dad play Madden, and I was like, we were just sitting in the living room, and I was watching him play, and I was like, I think I want to play. So I started playing football for like a little league, and just went from there. And it was like love at first sight. You just loved it right away. Love at first sight. And that's when I got to pushing cars, pulling tires, mm. running up down in that block as like a kid, six years old. You knew you were nice right away. Like you knew you just it was like another level for you. No, nah, I didn't always start off nice because at first I was the, I was the kid that would be like, ah, uh, he's he's not nothing. But I just used that to like push myself to get better. Yeah, he, he definitely want a, a example of hard work beats talent. You know what I'm saying? He put in a lot of hard work since he was like 
from the range of four to four to twelve. And we, we just we knew eventually that hard work was going. We just didn't know when it was going to hit. So I I knew the energy that we was putting out to the atmosphere was going to come back. It just was a matter of when going to come back, and it it eventually came back full force when he was twelve years old. And from there, it was, it's been the sky's the limit. So Keith Senior, you did, like what kind of role did you play early on? Were you did you push him? Uh, to start working harder, or was it was it like did he just start working harder? How did it go? Well, I I, I knew early when he when he he was born. I wanted him to play football because mm-hmm. I I had him when I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, I played for Marlon Clark High School. Was one of the best players in the state of New Jersey. Played running back, went to four straight championships. So football was like my life up north. So. I wanted to install in him early was work ethic. You know what I'm saying? And I knew the best way to make him do the things that I can have as a father was to start working with him early, um, make sure his study habits were a a routine. See, a lot of of us don't have fathers or mothers that install study habits into us. Mm -hmm. And it it starts with your schoolwork, but it also starts with your work ethic and your drive. Right. You know what I'm saying? So er, I started early on, early, making from the day he went to kindergarten, I made sure that he knew the first thing you came in the house to do was your homework. I didn't care if he had homework. I used to make up work for him to do. So that, that made a sense of uh, passion for him to do work and wanted to get his work done after school. Now here he is six years later, and, I, and the teacher's, be telling them, stop emailing me, Keith, stop emailing me. I'm going to get your work turned in. I'm going to do this. Like He on top of all his shit because of the work ethic I installed in him. And then once I installed that in him, everything else just was just, what's monkey do? Like, if he see somebody doing something on YouTube, next thing you know, I turn around, he out on YouTube. Right, right. Once you, once you fall in love with that passion, once that passion gets inside you, you can't stop. And that's the difference between me and him that I saw. I didn't have the passion when I was young. And most kids that make it, you got to have the passion. You got to want it more than the game. Sleep it, breathe it. Right. right. So talk about that, uh, Keith Jr. Talk about that uh, that routine. Like, what's your what's your daily routine now in terms of practicing, conditioning, all that stuff? Even especially in the off season. Well, in the off season, it's even harder than it is in the regular season because the off season, I have nothing but time. So in the off season, from six to like seven, we in the morning running. After that, we in the house lifting weights always. For after we lift weights, I eat, I drink my milkshakes, I eat my peanut butter sandwiches because I have to eat five a day. And then I drink my cups of water. Then after that, I get a little bit of time off. But then after that, I gotta get right back at it right before I go to sleep. In the regular season, I would have to wake up, run, schoolwork. Then after my schoolwork, when I get home, I do a little exercise. I do exercise while I'm doing my schoolwork too, like push-ups every time. You know how you have the little class breaks, like five minutes to get to class? I be doing push-ups while I'm here. And then <laughs> after school, I do my workout, then I go to practice. Yeah, so you're so not I, playing. You're not playing out here. Yeah, you so, you, I mean, you, you trying yeah, to get <laughs> yeah, yeah. You try. I mean, what's that like, though? Like, because, you know, you're so focused at a young age. I'm sure you got friends who not who don't have that same focus. Like, and they probably look at you like, yo, what's, what's going on? Like, 
Like, how do you how do you balance that in terms of staying focused and keeping you know keeping all the outsiders at you know at arm's length? Well, the outsiders really join me. Like all my friends, like while I'm there, it inspires them. So while I'm like lifting and doing all what I'm doing, they come to my house just so they could do it too. Like they stay nights, we'll all stay up together, lift weights, record it, do videos, go to the bar, just staying active. That's nice. great. So a leader. Yeah, yeah, leader. Most of the time, they bugging me to do do with them what I do with Keith Jr. They think I got some some scientific spell or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Well, 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 Pops, you do have a formula, man. You started him with that work ethic early, man. So the earlier, the better, as you hey, know, man. It, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. It, it's a little bl- blueprint to yeah, work. You got, a, you got a formula, bro. Most important part. That's the most important recipe, man. That, that's the foundation, bro. You know it's that. Work ethic. Yeah, the, it's the foundation. Like I tell people all the time, the the, the the craziest thing about it right now is what people can't understand is how big he got, and how 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 big he transformed within so quick. He went from five four to five eleven in three months. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was part of the energy that we were manifesting because, like I tell people all the time, when you want something, you got to manifest it. Right. If, if, you, if you follow my son, if you look at my posts, you look at me, I've been manifesting this kid since he was six years old. So since he was six years old, I always said he was the best, he was going to be the best, he was the greatest. And I wasn't doing it to to make people feel like I was uh, – not humble about who he was because I knew he wasn't the best at the time. But I felt as long as I put it out there to the world and I and I believed he was the best, he was going to be the best and that energy was going to come back for him to be the best and people would start to believe he was best and then they would go look at him and check him out until they realized he was the best. I believe in that manifesting, brother, and, 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 and I'm convinced. And obviously a lot of people around the country are convinced because we looked up his, he's ranked, Either number one or number two linebackers in the country, right? Mm-hmm. And and let 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 me tell my listeners about this about these stats that I looked up. In two games, he had twenty two tackles, two mm-hmm. sacks, two fumble recovery, threes, uh, four tackles for a loss, one safety, and one touchdown. Are you playing by yourself? The problem on defense was happening. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Talk about those two games, man. It's, before the games, I just I be getting my pre-hype, so then I listen to my songs on the bus. And then once I get feel like there's no stopping me. Like you could say something to me, I'm listening, but I'm not paying you know, like like other than player wise, like we just get crap all together. So then once I'm hyped, the team gets hyped and it's just everything leads from there. Okay, so let's talk about the playlist, man. Cause I need to know. I, I may need that for the gym tomorrow, man. I'm gonna hit the gym, man. Cause I saw your cuts. All right, you got arms bigger than me, and you and I'm 47 years old. That's a problem. All right, so what what's on your playlist, young brother? Oh man, I got. I be playing stuff like. I got young boy on my playlist. He hypes me up. Okay. Who else? I forget this. There was this one song. Oh, Run This Town by Rihanna and Kanye. I always listen to that. Okay. Uh, okay. Always listen to Polo G. Inspir- he's inspirational. The Baby, I love him. Mm-hmm. I, li- I listen to all types of rappers, but those are the main rappers I listen to before the game because they give me hype. 
don't let him get you twisted. He he listens to a lot of Eric Thomas too. Uh, Eric Thomas too. Okay, so okay. He, he listens to a lot. He can tell you all motivation. He listen. I make him listen to a lot of. Oh, motivation. I like Eric Thomas. Yeah, Eric Thomas is tough. I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. Shout out to yeah, Eric he, Thomas. He, yeah, see, he listens to a lot of Eric Thomas too. Yes, sir. So, you know, I, every time he wake up in the morning before game, that that's all you hear in my house. Nice. Is nice. Eric Thomas blasting on in the morning, telling them how to be great and nice, not to nice. not to leave nothing behind. You know, right. right so right. you got to know which one. I tell them all the time, man. Go out there and get it. The thing right. I tell them all the time too is about if you're gonna be the best, you got to show them why you. It's it's you can get there. Everybody can get to the top, but it's somebody always trying to take you off the top. It's all about how how do you stand at the top? Like I tell them all the time, like like how I said in the beginning, what work hard work thick is the same. People, you working hard, but somebody out there that's trying to work just as hard as you. To be just as good as you is, right? So it's, it's all about not being content, not being staggered. What you gonna do now? How are you gonna challenge yourself? How can you go up to the next level? Like, what's next? Right. Yeah. Yeah, pops, you getting me hyped right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you might need your own tape, pops. <laughs> like, like I tell him, it's it's only the beginning, man. It's it's, no, the, no it's question. the beginning. Tell me about uh Texas, like the Texas football scene. We always hear about it, you know, out here on the East Coast. Like it's just a whole different level. I know, Pops, you were, you, you know, you did your thing in Jersey. It's a little different, much different scene. Tell me oh, how yeah. you tell me how you guys navigated. You know, from a young age, the whole Texas scene, and now into high school. Well, my, my mom always lived in Texas, and my dad lived in New Jersey. I I just happened to uh, I was a I was arrested. When I was young, and uh, I was went to a juvenile detention center from the age that I was thirteen to fifteen. So uh, I didn't go live with my father. I was released to live with my father when I was fifteen years old in ninth grade. I was lucky enough to, he worked in Montclair and lived in Montclair, so I went to one of the best school systems. And uh, I managed to play football for Montclair High School, went to four state championships, uh, see what it was like, enjoy, enjoy the fruits of New Jersey football system, and I loved it. Played against Don Bosco, Burke Catholic, played against Tom Bahali, Joey Sandberg, Brian Kushner. I played against some of the people that's in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, but the difference between if I had to tell people the difference between New Jersey and and football out here, the biggest difference is, is that up north, we play football as a game. Like, it's just a game. Though. We leave football, and it's like, okay, we back to the street, or we back to show our homies, and we football existed until tomorrow we go to practice again. Right. right. Up, up north, up down south out here in Texas, once football practice ends, they going home to football practice. <laughs> it's like mostly 90 percent of these kids out here got a facility in their backyard. They got all the training equipment in their house. They live on big ass lands or something where they can do whatever they want to do. So it's a whole different type of training. They they train their high school kids like they going to college tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that also made me have a different aspect of how I wanted to treat my son as he was growing up. Like, damn, now I'm in Texas with him. I'm going to train him just like how he, I would train these Texas. Train. Right. 
And I, I tell them all the time. I say, damn, if I would have trained like that when I was in Jersey, I probably would have went to the league. Right. If I would have installed in me what I do, oh, man, I would have been deadly, bro. What was it like, you know, what like what teams did he play on before high school? Like, how competitive was it? Oh, I, see, he's always – Keith Jr. has been a part of a pe- competitive program all his life. I always put him in the best programs. When he started off in uh, LFA, he started off in LFA at four years old. He played flag football from four to five and, f- and five to six. Played two years of flag. At six years old, he was already in uh, playing tackle football. Mm. He played for LFA football uh, league for the Mustangs in Louisville, Texas. It's a great program out here. It's a recreational program. Uh, they're good for the kids and great facility. Everybody play at one facility. They have one of the biggest facilities in the country. I think it's just as big as Disney World mm. in uh, Louisville, Texas. But uh, it, at at eight years old, I think it was, I decided I wanted to take him to play select. It was like, it was like nine. Like he was eight going on nine. He went. Yeah. He started playing select, and that's when he started playing select for the DC Broncos, and he won a championship. At nine years old, playing 10 mm. And then from there, he never went back to rec. He always played select. And then he, when he went, he, then at 10 years old, he went, to, he went to go play for a Keep Tlaib's team. Mm. Yellow Jackets, YU United. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, the Yellow Jackets up there on the East Coast, but uh, they, they're, they used to be run by Keep Tlaib that played right. for the Denver Broncos. Yep. Right. So, uh, he played, he played for them for, for two years, and they went to the national championship in Orlando. They played some of the biggest teams around the country, and uh, I think that was one of the biggest experiences for him because he got to all, all over the country, all over. And once he got that taste of playing with kids way bigger than him, way stronger, it was like – he went to a whole different level. That, and that's the year when we came back from fourth national championship. I think it was 11. He was about to be 12. And uh, next thing you know, he went and got, got that Florida Sun. He came back. He grew to 5'11". We went to Rivals Camp. He was 5'11". I was like, God, when we left, he was 5'4", 5'5". Wow. Ever now, since right? then, the sky was the limit, man. Then he went and played with Pac Prime. Mm-hmm. And, and now he's 6'1", 190. As a freshman, hopefully, by the time he's a sophomore, he'll be 6'2", 205. And then we can just keep going up from there. Six <laughs> two, and then by a senior, 6'4", 240, 235. Right. I, I got it all mapped out of what size. No doubt. You got the shoes and everything already done, man. <laughs> Shit, shit, I, man, I already, hey, what size them cleats I bought for you upstairs in, in the car? 14, I can't even fit them yet. Yeah, oh, see, already, I didn't <laughs> bought them a size. <laughs> I said, I said, hey, I've been manifesting in it. I said, right. get ready. He said, Dad, what I need these cleats for you? I said, because they're size 14, and this is the size I want you to be wearing, so. Right, right. <laughs> so you're ahead of the game. I email about 50 coaches a day, 50 college coaches a day. I talk to about ten, five to ten college coaches a day. Smart. I, I do all. His, I do all his graphics. I do all his uh, PR, all his promotion. I do everything, man. And I don't do. Mm. Right. And I've been and I've been doing it since he was four. He he's had his own YouTube site since he was four years old, marketing himself. He got over a hundred videos 
on YouTube from the age four to now showing his workout and his training ability and the things that he do to train to get ready. So he has his own brand. It's already the problems already marketed and trademarked. He has his own logo already marketed and trademarked. Right. Basically, basically, he just he just waiting for a sponsorship to just come in and just pick that package up and run with it. <laughs> so, hey, how's high school been for you, Keith? In terms of, um, I mean, you must be. A, I'm thinking you must be a leader on a team. One of the leaders on the team is a freshman. Is that is that true? What's the what's your what's the team like? What's the level of the team like? Um, and what's it been like you for your first year in high school? For my first year in high school, it, it's been a good year so far, but. As leader-wise, I'm like a leader on a team because we have our own campus separated from like the, the 10th, 11th, 12th graders. So, you know, I'd be walking around telling kids to get to class, but like just like just make sure everybody's situated in. So because we can't be losing no players, especially because COVID going around too. So I got to tell people to pull up their masks, make sure, use hand sanitizer, all of that. Football wise, it's been a it's been a good year because we we all been playing with each other since we were like kids coming up and all that. So that's why we like undefeated right now. We like six and zero. How many games uh, do you have for a season? No, we five and zero. So we got we have eight games in all. Okay, okay. Are you are you on the varsity team or the freshman team? The freshman team. Mm-hmm. How does your team stack up against the teams? I guess you're five and zero, six and zero. You dominating. Other teams? Or, oh, yeah, we're dominating. Okay. We're not losing no games. Uh, they, 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 should be, they putting up like 60 points a game. And, mm-hmm. and they be having two touchdowns called back. They average like 40-something games with right. two touchdowns called back. Yeah, they dominating. They definitely on, on rank. They're going to go undefeated. Like I tell them, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to game plan for a team like that, man. Like I mm-hmm. tell them all the time, you can't, what can you really do? He really should be on varsity. Varsity coaches know he should be on varsity, but you know they already told him he's gonna start next year. Definitely, they might even pull him up uh, after freshman season for the senior season when they go into playoffs. You never know. Mm. I can see that. What position do you like playing more, linebacker or wide receiver? I've been playing outside linebacker longer than I. Pl- I've been playing receiver, but receiver is that kind of position that like I can like. I can still play. Like, I, I can really do good at wide receiver and, like, make a change in the game. Mm. But you have, a, you have a defensive mentality? I guess you like to hit people. Yeah, I have a defensive mentality. Like, I'm an overall defensive player, but I can also be an overall wide receiver, too. Like, I, I can, yeah, be so people. So. So and what, you already got a commitment from NC State, huh? Yes, sir. Congratulations on that. Thank you. More, more coming, right, Pops? Yeah, 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 definitely. Rutgers, too, you know. Rutgers, mm, Rutgers, Rutgers. Is, Rutgers is big in there. Okay. Uh, my little brother is the receiver coach at Rutgers, Taquan Underwood. That's like my little brother. Mm. So, uh, you know, they big on my son and the because that's hometown right there. I tell my son all the time, you don't ever forget where you come from. Right. And then uh, and Penn State. Oh, so what, what do you, you have any – like, do you watch college football? You have like any college dreams that you've had since you were since you were a little kid? Like, where you where you always wanted to go, or are you just wide open? Both, cause if whoever offered me, I'm gonna go to. But when I was a kid, I used to watch like like all type. Like, I just used to love the game. I used to watch LSU. Just whoever whoever was on, we just turned to the channel. I just watched them play. Mm. Yeah. 
he's a, he's a, he's he's definitely a student in the game, man. Like it makes it so bad. He's one of them kids where he come home and he don't even play, he don't play Madden. He don't really play the video game much, but he he's always on YouTube watching the game. He's always watching linebackers doing linebacker drills, uh, watching the college game. So it's been times I come in here and he be watching teams that I ain't I don't even watch. I'm like this is Western Kentucky. <laughs> right. so, what, what's, what's, he's, He'd be like, look at this dude. Look at this guy. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's great. always watching the game. So probably watching more than me now. Who, who do you like watching? Like any any particular players, whether it's college or the NFL, old or new, current? Well, I'll be watching like old NFL clips. Like I watch Ray Lewis. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're not playing. Well, right. I, I like the new school football teams and stuff, but I like watching like old players, like old, like old games. Thanks. I saw you come off that, come off that edge like LT, man, Lawrence Taylor, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you rocked the quarterback and 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 he and he, and he, and he coughed up the football, man. We watching that, man. That hey, was like an old I, LT clip. <laughs> hey, I, I told him he remind me of Lawrence Taylor all the time. I be like, remind me of Lawrence Taylor. Every time I watch his clips, I be like, yo, you remind me of Lawrence Taylor because you're so long and it seemed like everything's so easy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Just just don't be like him off the court, off the field. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> nah. We keep all that money in your pocket, man, when you get it. <laughs> so Keith, Keith Sr. Um, you, you mentioned you talk. You've been, you know, you you reach out to coaches. You talk to some coaches. What kind of feedback do you get back from them? Oh, I, I get a lot of great feedback. You know, what I mean, most most of the coaches they they love him. They love how big he is. They most of the scouts I talk to tell me he they he's considered a diamond. They they tell me he's considered a diamond because of his measurements are like off the chart and a ninety nine percent tally. Mm-hmm. And like he's a freshman right now. And the NCAA Division One average outside linebacker right now is only six one, two hundred five pounds, two hundred ten pounds. Wow! And he's already he's already six one, one ninety as right. a freshman. So to them, that that's that's projection rate is crazy. So they already know they're telling me basically like like the doctor said he'll be no shorter than six four. Mm. If three six four two two thirty, and that his projection rate. He he has no other choice to be if he with his work ethic and he's an A B student all his life. He should he should have coming out the ass. Right. <laughs> I should right. be putting him out the toilet. Right. <laughs> yeah, Keith, Keith Jr. Talk about that the academic piece part of it. You know your focus on that end too because we know that's a big deal. Just just getting you know, to play college football, but of course you know when you know life in general once you once you stop playing sports altogether. The academics. So talk talk about how you take that so seriously. My schoolwork, I take a lot of my academics seriously because I don't want to be that one kid to like just fell off the team because I've seen it happen to a lot of people. I want to I want to be the kid to like like where people want to ask you for help. Like mm. like I'm the one where they need help. Like and I'll help them out because you know I need my teammates. I need my team. Right. <laughs> No, right. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, I take schoolwork very seriously. You sound like a natural leader for sure. Yeah. You absolutely do. Oh man, Did, uh tell tell them about uh right before uh you know how they at the end of every marking period, you gotta make sure the kids are all passing. So they able to take 
for the next marking period or you lose your kids. Keith Jr. comes in from school. I'm like, he's like, we didn't have practice today. I'm like, well, what y'all was doing? He was like, oh, man, I was I was tutoring the kids to get their work finished so we could come. I'm like, so you, y'all didn't practice and you was helping all the kids? He was like, yeah, I'm, all my grades. So I was like, yeah, that's what you should do. I was like, and not only that, you take a leadership role and start a group. Mm. And if anybody needs help, that they can just ask you in that group and we can all go in a group and y'all can help each other because you only need the strongest link. So that's what I try to make him understand now is that when you got a good foot going for you, that, that you're as strong as the weakest person. Right. In your high school right now, your, your, your freshman team is dominant. How's the, the, the older guys? How are they right now? How, what's the, how are they doing? I think the JV, our JV is like, they're a dominant team. It's just they don't have it like together because we, we have a new quarterback this year for our JV. We moved the receiver to quarterback, but he's doing pretty decent. They only lost two games. So they're just trying to bring it together and, you know, fix stuff right there at that team. Our varsity there, they have good. They have a good team, and it's great. It's organized. Everything is good. They just need to be more on it. Like when another team scores, they need to score back. Sometimes they don't have the right people on the right positions, and some people like some people just don't care. But overall, when they really like are ready to go and they're like playing good, they they win a game. No scoring, put up some points. So so combined with the guys that are coming back and, and this freshman class and some of the JV guys, you should be really good next year. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So you're looking forward to it, huh? You, you're ready. You're ready for varsity. Yes, Especially next year. Yes, sir. All right, all right. Well, I can't, I can't wait. Nah, I hear, I hear. We can't wait either because we're going we're gonna to keep an eye out. Um, once again, we, we want to thank you for coming on, Keith Hodge Jr. and Keith Hodge Sr. Uh, Jr., uh, class of 2024, wide receiver and outside linebacker uh, from playing at North Crowley High School in Fort Worth, Texas, um, doing his thing, very ready, highly recruited, um, and, we, and we wish you nothing but the best. And, and from talking to you, like I said, you sound like a natural leader and very focused, so we don't have any doubt that, that you're going to show and prove. Yeah, look out, man. Look out for him in that tri-state area, maybe Penn State. Maybe right. maybe Rutgers. All right. Shit, maybe maybe even Syracuse. Right. We will be at the games, brother. Trust me. <laughs> we will stay in touch and we'll be at the games. And when you do, make an announcement, man. Keep us in mind, man. Maybe right. you can make it on this channel, man. Yeah, let us know. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yes, sir. Thank, thanks, right. thanks Thank a lot for brother. joining us and good luck. All right, brother. Y'all appreciate you. All Thank right, you. peace. All right. All right. We got Texas football. We can yes, check. Sir. We can check that off. We've uh, we've talked some. You know, we've 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 dived into Texas football in Texas. Straight off the bucket list. I've been waiting for Friday Night Lights, baby. That's right. <laughs> it, seems, it seems like it's no joke out there. Yeah, uh, uh, senior said that it's basically a way of life. You yeah. know, that's they they breathe and eat football. Period. So right. it's not a sport to them. This is this is a religion. Yeah, that, uh, and that's what that's what we hear. You know, we always hear those stories out of Texas. And, uh, you know, for a young freshman kid to be that focused, um, you know, working out. And then also tutoring the rest, rest of the team so they don't lose anybody. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's already a mentor. That. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Keith Hodge Jr., very impressive. 
ninth grader, playing on the freshman team now, um, but looks like he has the goods uh, to go far. And he got his father who played in, in uh, Montclair, New Jersey, uh, definitely helping him out a lot. So yes, yes. good luck to them. Peace, everybody. I'm here on the East Coast, and I, I brought somebody from the West, Utah, man. One of, one of Utah's finest, man. But he's from the East, too, from Maryland, from what he's telling me, man. Uh, so we're happy he's on here. Kayleen Gray. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, Kayleen Gray, uh, he's a top freshman tight end uh, in the country, one of the top overall in the class of 2024. Uh, he's currently in Salt Lake City, Utah. And just finished up his freshman season at Cottonwood High School. Uh, but he tells us he's in, he's in the midst of transferring. Uh, he's a 6'2", 200-pound uh, player at the moment. Obviously a freshman, so who knows what he'll be in, in a couple years. Uh, importantly, he has a 3.5 GPA. That's, that's very big. So yeah. We'll talk about that also. But, uh, Kalen, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. So let's let's get right to it. When did you start playing football, and when did you when did you fall in love with the game? Mm, I started playing football around I think I would say like fourth grade, and then um, I kind of didn't really like it at first because I wasn't too good at it. But then uh, my coach really said something that spoke to me. He was like, he was he just called me soft, and he was just like he told my mom he said your your son could be an NFL star if he just learned how to channel his aggression. So once I started to learn that the game was a physical and violent sport, I really just started to fall in love with the game. When you started, did you start with flag or you started with uh, tackle? I started with tackle. And it took you, it just took you a while to adjust? Yeah, it took me about a year. And then mm. I finally came into my show. So when was it that you, that you really started to think, yo, I could be really good at this? Um... Uh, I would say probably this year. I really didn't under understand it. Um, I, and I still sometimes struggle with thinking that I could really go big with it, but I just have to, you know, let the other people speak for me, but really this year, cause the other years really didn't have a lot of national attention or nothing. But then this year it just kind of started sparking up. And when did it start sparking? Like, when was it a particular game that you had a big-time game that you started getting some recognition? Well, I had a little bit of um, recognition um, in my youth career. And then after this season, I had a one-handed catch against Highland in 144 yards. And that's what really, um, like, kind of started pushing my case. It was like an Odell Beckham type type catch, huh? Um, no, I I uh, the corner was playing outside of me, so I went inside, and it was on a fade route. So oh. I had to go back outside, and then the only way I could have caught it was with one hand. So it was an over the shoulder one hand catch. Oh, okay. Yes. So so now that now that you're you're getting some recognition, um, do you? Do you find are you taking do you find yourself taking taking it more seriously? Like, have you has your routine changed in terms of, you know, all the preparation, the off season preparation and camps and kind of, and all that kind of stuff? Has all that changed? Um, I don't really think it's changed because from the uh, from the start, I've always like wanted to be the best at the sport, so I've always really worked hard and trained before even 
any of this really happened. The only thing that I can really say that changed was my diet because I, I would go a day without eating anything. And now I just like I'm forced to eat all the time. So what what what, is, what are you eating, man? Because over here in Brooklyn, man, it's a, it's, there's a chicken wings and rice Chinese food <laughs> diet, you know, that's going on, man. And I, I know that can't be you at 200 pounds, man. So what are you eating, man? Um, I like to start my day off with uh, some Lucky Charms. But then I, I go to Wendy's every day for lunch and I give me a four for four. And then after school, I go to a fast food restaurant and get a sandwich. And then I go home, and my dad usually cooks something. Oh, okay. So I usually eat around like five meals per day. Wow. So you're just you're trying to put some weight on, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Trying to get trying to get bigger. And what's your workout regimen like? Like, what do you what do you lift right, in? Right, um, right now I'm squatting. I think it was two thirty five. Deadlift was 300 and bench was 165. Wow. This is a freshman in high school. Okay. So how did I, yeah. I got a long way to go. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you just finished your freshman, your freshman season. You played varsity. How, how did that go? Um, was it what you expected? Um, did you have the season you expected? And what's your confidence level going into next season i really enjoyed my freshman year it was a it was a culture shock to me going coming from the east coast to the west coast but i really enjoyed it i'm i met a lot of family and um it i mean it didn't really go the way i expected it um at first i was expecting to play jv and then they bumped me up to varsity and then um i i I didn't expect too much out of myself my dad expected a lot but I didn't really expect too much out of myself. And then after the half season of the game, I mean, not the half season, uh, halfway through the season, um, we started, like, throwing the ball deeper. And then I started racking up 100 yards per game. And then, like, I really started to understand that I should have expected some for myself way earlier. Yeah, so, I mean, let's talk talk about that because you actually play – uh, middle linebacker and tight end, right? Uh, actually, this season I did not play tight end. I played split end this season. Oh, you played split end. Okay, okay. Yes, so, let's, so do you like what? What side of the ball do you like more? Uh, it kind of it kind of switches um, depending on what position I play. Because as a really young kid, I always liked defense, and then uh, like sort of when I was like 11 years old, I started to like offense because then I could catch and run and I was faster than everybody. And then this year in the first half, I really liked defense, but then they switched me to only offense. And then, I mean, I was really only forced like offense. Okay. You mentioned, you mentioned your father a couple of times. Has he been like the, the, the person that that's guiding you um, as far as your football career goes? Um, yes, he's the, he, he handles my Instagram and my Twitters. And then on top of that, he helps make some of the major decisions that go on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Right. Now that you, you seem to have, you know, confidence that you can really play uh, the game at a high level. Have you started to think or started to dream about, you know, you have any college dreams? Like, 
Like, uh, is there, is there, are there schools that you've always looked up to and wanted to go to, or is it just completely, you know, you gotta, you know, you'll just wait and see and, and you're wide open. Yeah, I'm just waiting and seeing right now. I, I, um, I, I've, I've always had um, some schools that I liked, but now I'm just starting to uh, widen my horizon on the amount of schools that I liked. Right. And, and what about, um, so you, you, you're going to Judge Memorial Catholic. What, what do you, you know, what's the comparison? Why, do you, why are you making that decision? Um, just a, a difference in the coaching style. Um, that's, that's what my dad saw when he decided that it was, that, that was the best decision. Oh, okay. Um, the coaching, the coaching style was the biggest decision. And also, and also the academics, cause the school, that school is a high academic school. Yeah. And, and let's talk about that also. You, you, I saw on your Instagram page, you're an honor roll student. So you, you're killing it on the court. I mean, on the field and off the field. So. You know, yes, that says sir. a lot about you, man. Yes, sir. Easy to recruit. <laughs> All right. So if you LSU, yes, LSU, Alabama, and, and we're going to tag all these <laughs> schools, he's easy to recruit. Top player in the country and top academic guy. Right. Can't, can't ask for more. And he's 6'2". Right. <laughs> 200 <laughs> freshmen. And, and growing, and growing. And growing, and growing. How would you describe your game and, and – uh, and tell us, like, who, who you look up to, you know, at the wide receiver position. Um, I would describe my game as, uh, I like to say balanced, because uh, I'm, I'm, I can be a deep threat or I can really, you know, move around from the slot and catch, like, bubbles and get some yards after catch. And I play really physical for the wide receiver position since I've had to play tight end my whole life. And – but – I really look up to Larry Fitzgerald because he's what you would consider a five-tool wide receiver. He could block. He can, he could play any uh, wide receiver position on the field, and he and he and he he knows what he's doing when he's on the field. He's just an overall good player. Yeah, that's a great person to look up to, big time. I saw I saw that you recently did you didn't you get recently invited to a Gator Winter a Gatorade Winter Camp? Uh, yes, sir. So how how was that experience? Um, it was it was pretty good. Um, I just you know. What did you make of like the was there was the competition when you go to these camps? Is like is the competition uh, greater than you expect, or is it about what you would would think it would be? It's actually um, less than what I expect. I expect. You know, uh, I remember the first camp I went to was the Next Gen, the show camp. And that camp, I expected to be absolutely shut down. And I was running off low hours of sleep, low food. It was just, I was, ex I was expected to, you know, not do good. And then after the, after the camp, they invited me to come back for a different camp. So uh, I, I personally think that, you know, there's some people that are there that, just our dogs, but then at the same time, I expected it to be a culture shock. Mm. So you seem to always um, exceed your expectations. Seems like you, you know, you you go into such situations and you're thinking it's bigger, and you kind of blowing yourself away. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like that happened in camps in high school. So that's. Yes. 
So your father probably is saying, no, my son, my son is the real deal. And he's going to understand one day. Yeah. <laughs> right. You'll get it. Yeah. That, you'll that's get exactly it. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. <laughs> you, I mean, you're in Utah now. What's the difference between uh, football in Maryland and football in Utah? Um, I think it's more um, between the refs and stuff because in Maryland, it's a lot more physical and violent. And in Utah, I feel like the rest are more, like, tight on you. Like, you can't do as much. And then in Maryland, it's, it's like, not as mental as it is in Utah. Like, a lot of teams in Utah, I think, could beat Maryland off a straight technique and things like that. Mm -hmm. So they're more fundamentally sound. Sounds like they're more fundamentally sound in Utah. But you think the talent is better in Maryland? Yes, I think we have better raw athletes in Maryland, but in Utah they're more well disciplined. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. So you kind of, you kind of, you kind of see the best of both worlds. You can take, you can take the positives from each of those. Yes, sir. Um, so just, just in terms of, uh, you know, where you are now and where you want to go, what, what are your plans? Like, what are what do you want from this experience um, in the next couple of years? Like, what do you, what are you looking to, you know, what level you're looking to get to? Um, I mean, going into the NFL would always be nice, but I'm just hoping to get a college scholarship so I can further my education and, you know, support myself in the later life because football won't be forever. Mm. Right. Very true. Right. And do you have a favorite NFL team? You could talk about the NFL. Yeah, I, I like the Carolina Panthers. Oh, you like the Panthers? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They've been, they've been they've been looking, you know, better than people thought this year. Like yeah. Um, I, I, it would have been a better season if Christian McCaffrey wasn't right. injured those couple of games, and now he just got re-injured. Right. But what? Happened, what? Wait a minute, man. What? What about the Baltimore? Ain't you from? You're from Maryland. What happened to the Baltimore Ravens? Man? <laughs> well, my my family's from uh, South Carolina, and as a kid. I was like wanted to be from there, so I, I oh, okay. was on the teams. Okay, okay. I'm looking for a team too because the Giants and Jets are killing me right now, <laughs> yeah, man. They're terrible. They're so terrible. Maybe I join you in the with the Panthers, man. <laughs> it's bad up here right now, Kalen. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, no yeah. Doubt about it. Well, all right, all right, Kalen. Um, it was you know it was great talking to you. Um, you know we'll be on we'll be looking we'll be watching you. Um, we're you know you're very impressive definitely on the field and, and off the field and academically um, have a great head on your shoulders. Obviously your parents are doing something right. Um, so keep up the good work. Uh, once again, uh, Kalen Gray, one of the top tight ends in the country in the class of 2024, currently in Salt Lake city, Utah, um, playing varsity, played varsity already and has that 3.5 GPA so sky's the limit for you. Yeah, yeah. Clemson, Alabama, LSU, get in line, baby. <laughs> All right? Get in line. No doubt. Don't Thank skip in the line either. <laughs> right, right. Th thanks for joining us, Kalen. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. All right, Kalen. All right. All right. Peace. Young stud, looks like. Uh, yes. I, li I like his home, you know, his, his uh, humility. Um, you can tell he's just scratching the surface on what he's capable of doing it just seems like he's going to gain more and more confidence as right. as as he goes on 
Right, right. He went from so he's a physical wide receiver. He told me he went from tight end to split end. So he taught me something about that. And um, you know, he he he, he his favorite player is Larry Fitzgerald. That says a lot. A lot. A lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, this this kid is his sky's the limit for him, like my co host just said. And um, like I said, he might be in the orange and clemson or or uh Alabama, one of those big time programs. I could see it. Yeah, I mean, 6'2", 200, that's big. I mean, that's big right. for, like, a, a senior, you know what I'm right. saying? So right. he's like, I could just imagine by the time he's a junior, he's going to be bullying people. Yeah, it's um, a wrap. And he know. seems like he likes to bully people right now. Yeah, no, he likes <laughs> he seemed, he seemed, You know, he seemed understated, but those dudes, yeah. you can't, can't sleep on him. Yeah, you know? he, he comes with the smoke, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, no question, no question. So, so thanks for listening to another episode of Up Next. Yep. Um, we'll keep bringing it to you. Uh, keep uh, supporting us. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. Keep rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. And of course, uh, keep following us on social media, especially on Instagram at Up Next Pod on Instagram and also on Twitter at Up Next underscore Pod on Twitter. And, you know, we'll just keep it coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be back. Peace. Yes, peace. Ain't no watching from the side. Uh, picking up them pieces. Ain't no limits in the sky. Uh, said you got up next, but gon' show them why. Uh, one, two, that's a three. Now take your shot, ball player. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold. That's a flex. Uh, Kylie Green got me a scally before he left. Uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check.